Podcast. I'm your host, Manny, aka Frisky Hug, and today's guest is Beatbox Brian. Uh, Brian actually met at Groove Cruise on our way to Cabo, um, and you know he told me that he like does beatboxing professionally. Um, then he was able to do kind of like a show at the Martian Circus, um, like venue that they had at the ship. And I was like, dude, honestly, it'd be really cool to kind of get you on the podcast. We could talk about like your journey and stuff like that. So that's what today's gonna be. Um, it's a shorter episode. We were kind of on a time crunch when we kind of recorded it, but um, I mean, we covered everything that we needed to talk about. And as for life updates, right now I'm actually going to be in uh, art with me. It's over in Miami, so I'm like, we're about to like leave like in an hour. Uh, but I'm uploading this episode. Um, I, sh- I should be there by then. Uh, but yeah. I don't really have anything else to talk about. I mean, we're getting to, we're getting pretty close to like Christmas time, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Beatbox Brian, guest for today, and enjoy the podcast. All right, so I would like to welcome uh, Beatboxing Brian to the podcast. Is it is it is it Brian Beatbox or like how do you how do you get do your introduction? You said Brian, huh? Like, hey, I'm just Brian. <laughs> I'm Brian Beatbox Brian on the platforms. Beatbox. You know, yeah. it's funny when I uh, when I was looking up. Because, I mean, my we were drunk when we met. Uh, and I was looking at my thing, and I think I met somebody who was part of the Beatbox company, um, like, the week prior. And I was like, oh, that must be one of the guys I met I met from the Beatbox drink company. And I, I didn't realize that that was your name from, like, when we met. <laughs> oh, I have seen that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah like, it's funny because, like, people will send that to me. They're like, hey, I'll get you some. I'm like, well, I don't drink, but that's okay. Like, uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> um, so for the viewers, uh, me and Brian actually met on Groove Cruise. So we met actually in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, um, just like randomly at like the edge of the ship. We, you know, uh, we clicked and we just started hanging out. And then I just started, you know, you know, when you see somebody, uh, this kind of relates to like cars, you know, you don't realize that like uh, you see so many Teslas until you own a Tesla. Like, wait, everyone owns a Tesla or a Jeep right. or a Mazda, you know? So it's right. like that when once I saw you, I was like, Wow, I actually see you a lot now because I just keep thinking about you when I see when you pass by me. But that's something you would normally think about, like, oh, hey, I saw this guy like five times. But like since we met, I was like, wow, I actually like saw you like I good like fifteen times on the ship, which is weird because there were other people. I was like, oh, I'm sure I'll see you again, and I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, you and I like kept being in the same place every time. It's awesome. It's so funny. Um, what what got you kind of like interested in going like group cruise and that kind of stuff? Uh, so my roommate Brooke Bridges, um got invited and uh like as part of the influencer thing and she was able to bring some guests and so she just brought me along and uh i didn't even know what the groove cruise was yeah i, had, I don't know and i show up and i'm like this is crazy and i'm i'm loving it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, are you into edm do you like edm and stuff like that yeah like uh 10 years ago um i went to raves with my sister all the time <laughs> oh fact, so you, okay um, yeah like we went and saw Base Nectar and Skrillex and uh, Excision and um, anyway, yeah, like I would say that EDM totally influenced uh, what I do, like in- immensely. Like I was I was listening to dubstep in my car, mm. like no matter where I was going, <laughs> even before I could drive, I had my headphones in. I, I literally dubstep. <laughs> I literally I saw you with like your jacket and stuff, and I was like, oh, he's just like one of the performers on the ship or something. <laughs> When I first met you, uh, um, and we, I completely just skipped on the intro, but um, you know, um, if you wouldn't mind kind of giving a quick intro, who you are, what do you do, and stuff like that. Okay, um, 
Beatbox Brian. Uh, I am from Utah. I live in Los Angeles. And um, uh, let's see, I have, I run a live stream agency. Um, I live stream on a few different platforms. Um, most recently, uh, it's TikTok virtual reality live streaming, brand new. Oh, shit. Um, and uh, <laughs> actually, I don't know how much I'm supposed to say about that. But then uh, you know, <laughs> you're like um, <laughs> spilling, spilling like state secrets and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's anyway. Um, and then uh, just a few other platforms. And so I've just been doing live streaming for about mm. three years, been in the live stream industry. And um, I mainly like beatbox on there. And I DJ and produce music and stuff, play a couple instruments. And so I've just been doing music for, I don't know, it's been, it's funny because when I was younger, mm-hmm. I didn't listen to music at all. In fact, I was like, you're going to hurt your ears. You're going to ruin your hearing. And and then for my 13th birthday, I think, I got an iPod. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, this is weird. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Like, Dude, I was so anti-iPods and iPhones and whatever at first. Like, I, I, I had one of those really small MP3 players. It was just like a basic MP3, but that's what I use. Bro, it, yeah. I... I, I don't know if I was just poor or old, but like I was literally carrying one of those cassette players, like the Walkmans. Like that's how oh, nice. like, I don't know if it's because I'm old or because I'm poor. One of the two. Well, it, it's because you're cool. That's, cool. that's what it is. I'm so <laughs> I'm so quirky. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. But yeah, like even prior to that, like I didn't. I guess I sang in choir, right? But I didn't. Really I did too. Music. I did too. Um. Yeah. So. Um, choir boys. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna have to sing some harmonies in a minute here. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 uh, my voice got worse. I got raspier. Um, I used to be a tenor. I'm like more of a baritone now. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I would say me too. Actually, probably. Yeah. Some, I was like a first tenor and probably kind of second tenor now. Yep. Um. But yeah. Growing up, just mainly did that. List like got an iPod and it's kind of like okay, whatever. I guess I'll listen to some music and then. Uh, and then it was all downhill from there and in the, in the best or way uphill exactly yeah <laughs> i was like finding music on like because my sisters had i don't know they'd like rip mp3s from whatever and so that's like the only music that i could find but then i was exposed to the internet and then i was able to download you know music and stuff and then i got and then you know youtube with all of the yep. underground edm artists and that yep. <laughs> and so, uh, like Caspa and Rusco and uh, Scream with a K, I think those were like some of the first like dubstep artists. Yeah, as far as I know. Um, and I was there right at the beginning, listening to all that stuff. Um, and then I heard about this dubstep producer that was working with this beatboxer, um, by the name of Reaps One, who. Uh-huh. If, if you know the beatbox world at all, everyone knows Reaps One. He was kind of the first beatboxer I ever heard that was like the real deal. So I listened to some Reaps one and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, it was like, he did like throat bass and stuff. And I was like, this is crazy. Um, I mean, I think beatboxing is just like a really cool talent. And I think when I, uh, um, I was like very excited when you told me like, oh yeah, I'm going to be at the Martian Circus at this time. And like, be there if you because I wanted you to beatbox. And you're like, no, if you're going to listen to me, you're going to do it while I'm like performing at the Martian Circus. So you forced me to go to listen to you beatbox. That's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you were like wait when can i go no, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm so quirky no it was funny because um it was the weirdest like venue for that yeah. but it was the one that i could actually do um i was actually it's funny because there were all these djs that i met and i beatboxed mm-hmm. you know with like for them a little bit and they're like dude that's awesome we should work together 
but it never worked out where I was on stage with any of them. So I was on stage with a live drum set. God, man, live, I just, you know, I just, I just, and then the magician. I just, man, I could, I could just see your beatboxing in a really cool like DJ set. I just like, like, I don't know, man. There's like yeah. some, there's a there's a, like I, I wish like, I mean, maybe you already are, and I'm just like not really, um, all there with knowing. But like, I mean, it'd be cool to see you like at EDC Las Vegas, like a song that you produce with like a DJ, you know, and it's just like. I, I'm I'm gonna pretend I could know how to be like. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Hey, that's my song. Yeah, hey, I'm calling my lawyer. But you stole my song. <laughs> I already yeah. trademarked it, bro. You're you're done. You're done. <laughs> Crap. Bro, um, think about trademarking, right? I'm, I always get scared that like I should trademark all of my shit. Like obviously the podcast and my name, because I was like, dude, if somebody really hated me and stuff, and like, they actually had the money to just throw at things, they could be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna trademark your name and stuff like that. That would suck. Yeah, that like trademark <laughs> law in the United States or copyright law or whatever. Um, yeah, patent law, all of it. It's all corrupt as far well, as I can you tell. have you are you into Marvel? Do you watch like Marvel stuff? And yeah, okay. So like the She Hulk series came out, and there was a section where um, one of the supervillains or one of the ladies or whatever that was in the show, she was suing She Hulk for the She Hulk brand name because that's what she was titling like her brand now. Oh. She just had to trademark it first, and there was a whole episode on it. I'm like, bro, this is like, first of all, I like Marvel because it's like supposed to like make believe, but this is getting way too real. <laughs> like, weird. I, I haven't heard about any of that. Yeah, I have to look into that. Yeah, there were these. Uh, it was this whole documentary that I watched about these people in Texas that were just like suing everybody, and then you'd mm. go to like show up, and then there was just a sticky note on this door, and this was like the business that was suing you, and it was un like uninhabited and. And there's this whole family dynamic where the judges were like corrupt and then their kids were the ones out suing everyone all oh, over the shit. country for for like weird stuff that didn't make it was like this loophole that they were exploiting and there was nothing you could really do about it except for settle in court with them you know um and then finally it got fixed because the guy that decided to fight it and that he's the one who made the documentary about it but it still is like there's just so much chaos there so it is scary like i don't know the best way to go about doing stuff like i always want to go plant my flag on the new social media platforms yeah i mean with, with people with people like us right that were reliant very very highly on like social media marketing and stuff like that for somebody to just trademark our names or our brand our personal brands out of spite that would suck like that's just dumb it's like why why waste your money i could just rebrand it's not a big deal right it is what it is but uh it's just okay, something that well, now that we're talking about it I, <laughs> we should probably <laughs> figure out how to do that ourselves before this gets put out there put I know, right? it's done it's like oh, i hate that guy you're right i'm gonna I think I think in a court in the court of law, as long as you uh, can somehow prove that you've been using that brand or and or name before that was trademarked by somebody else, they, you could usually fight it. Um, I have a I have a, a suggestion or suggestion a, uh, not suggestion. I have a um, god damn it, uh, you know that's what happens when you drink too much. Um, could you beatbox for us? Could you? Because I got to listen to you uh, during the Martian Circus, but I, I think uh, some of the viewers would probably be very interested in, like some beatboxing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so, <laughs> spotlight. Beatboxing's fun. You've got um, you got your drum set in front of you. So, you just imagine your, your kick drum, you got your hi hat, right. your snare, and then you put it all together for the. <laughs> The baseline, baseline, drop the bass low, brother. 
and then you try the bass. I'm just making it up on the fly. Bro, some someone's gonna snip this and put it in a song. <laughs> just take full credit. <laughs> Dang it, no! That's mine. Copyright it again. Damn it! I'm a lawyer. Bamboozled again. <laughs> Bamboozled. <laughs> when, when, how did you learn to beatbox? How, I went like, how did that start? I started playing drums when I was 13, and then I feel like all drummers beatbox a little bit. And so, hey, do do, do that one beat that you know the. You know, oh and, yeah, actually, yeah, actually, that, that would a make little a little bit, right? Sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, then I started producing music. Started on GarageBand, on my computer. Mm-hmm. What kind of music? Um, just whatever loops were available on GarageBand. <laughs> just dragging loops together. <laughs> um, and learning music theory and stuff. I was on Wikipedia all the time. And it was fun because I was in school and I like, I did well on tests, but I got lazy with homework and I didn't, you know, study that much. Yeah. But it was weird. I found myself like studying and taking notes and just like really digging into music theory. I was like, dude, this is crazy. This music, is the stuff I music enjoy, theory huh? is something that you like really take in. You know, like if you're gonna if you're gonna take a class on anything, music theory is a very like universal thing to learn. Like, and and I think like most people get into music at some point in their lives where like music theory would just be a good thing to know. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I just had a I was on a podcast with this channel called T Core, the King, the King of Random. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Just go look them up. They have like 12 million subs on YouTube. They're like making all these science videos and stuff. And so I was making a video with them yesterday and it's like a beatbox science video, like uh-huh. the science of it. How does it work? And uh, during the podcast portion of it, we were talking about some of the same stuff. And uh, and I realized in that moment that the fact that I got into music was probably because I liked math. So I was always doing numbers and stuff, what which, you which, which you wouldn't suspect, right? But I, I made the connection. The thing that I like about music is that, I, I don't know, I like the science behind it. I yeah. like, you know, e, M- e equals four, MC four, squared, love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bernoulli's principle, you know, all these things. You know, <laughs> anyway, oh. and then like in college, I took a, an audio physics class yeah. and learned the science behind all of it. But anyway, the reason that I think math, um, like I realized that doing math and learning music, at least like getting involved with that, they like worked together in my brain. And uh, and and I realized recently, if I need to count something really fast, like if I'm tapping really fast, it's easier for me to count in eights. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, you're so funny. And it's because my brain just is used to that. You know, it's like I can I can feel the you know i can count to 64 yeah. that's so funny because then you're talking into also like dancing which is one two three four five six seven eight one two uh-huh. three four five six seven eight and it's math because it's, <laughs> it's two it's uh it's zeros and ones you know and so um you can anyway and the pi whole equals one point now <laughs> yeah yeah three point one four one five nine i could keep going anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so i just had a piece of pie village in it's wednesday Dude, people people yeah. actually have like all like the pies written all across their room and i was like this serves zero purpose <laughs> <laughs> Holy i i just funny. love how useless your wall is <laughs> <laughs> well that's funny and <laughs> i think we actually did, it was at least a joke but I, I feel like one of my roommates did the same thing but rather than pie it uh-huh. was the, it was H O O O Holy crap. <laughs> that was the whole room. But that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That serves purpose. <laughs> so we'd always just something crazy would happen to be all like 
dance like in a circle in unison like oh see, I, see I, i'm a sucker for things that are funny right like um one of my buddies gave my other friend a christmas present and it was a shirt and it said on there i'm here for the gangbang <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> shit like that i'm like if it, if it cracks me up it, sh- it, it has purpose yeah um, exactly yeah <laughs> What what got you started into then uh, going from learning beatboxing and stuff like that into like, hey, I want to start like my YouTube channel and stuff? Um, okay, good question. Yeah, so yeah, I guess I touched on a lot of subjects, but I didn't really tie them together super well. So Oh, we're tying um, them together now. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, a little kid liking math and numbers and then suddenly getting into music, dubstep, and then producing. And the producing led to like music theory, which helped me learn how to construct a beat. Nothing in the and, world says that we can't just be diverse in our own ways. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and, and everything, I don't know, all these things that seem to be different did build upon each other. Yeah. And so, um, and then my family works in the film industry. So, Oh, um, shoot. What are they like? What do they do? Uh, my dad's a gaffer. You know, what, that is. What, what is a gaffer? Sorry. <laughs> if you've ever watched the credits of a movie, you'll see gaffer and best boy electric and all these, you know, grip and electric, all these different names. Um, the gaffer does the lighting. Okay, cool. It's, it's like the head electrician on set. I've actually um, met speaking of lighting. Um, God dang it. What is that really famous songer a uh, songer? <laughs> <laughs> not me not me one beer in Shit. <laughs> what is that uh famous ginger sorry is ginger allowed am i allowed to say ginger um what's that redheaded like a uh, singer very famous um regardless some really famous like redheaded guy that's like Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. So I actually, oh my gosh, yeah, okay. I actually, I actually knew Ed Sheeran's uh touring lighting guy. He did all the lights and stuff for Ed Sheeran, oh. and I was Ooh. super random useless information that I just spread out. Yeah, <laughs> he was good to do. Well, it's funny because Ed Sheeran's part of my story. Oh shit! Go on. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. You bring him up because, um. I was doing film stuff, whatever, but then I was like, gosh, I need to do more, more music. It's just mm-hmm. what I love. And so I got a loop pedal and it's the same one that Ed Sheeran used early on. It's the boss RC 20, I believe. Okay. Um, and I learned Ed Sheeran songs and I'd play them in loop and it was so fun. And it was like, you get instant feedback. Was I out of tune? Yes. <laughs> was oh I, my God. <laughs> you know, was, was my rhythm off? Yes. And so it was like the fastest way, like the quickest, the quickest way to fail correctly to like get input back so you could pivot and make it like a better decision. So That's suddenly I could like pretty cool though. harmonize with myself Yeah. when I never really could before. I, and then I could harmonize with other people because I was, I had to practice those skills with looping and, and then I suddenly my rhythm was a lot better and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. And it, looping is so hard, so much respect for Ed Sheeran. Cause if you mess up, it keeps going for the whole song. Like you have it, <laughs> not like riding a bike. Like if you don't keep practicing, then you, you mess up. Like you can't just, slack on looping like anyway but then i got the boss rc505 so it's a big one meant for beatboxers um and i was doing live gigs and stuff and then i started making videos of things um and then uh, i started live streaming on bigo and then after that um moved to los angeles um my friend brooke that i brought up we met on that app and it was during covid i was like on on my broadcast i was like you know i think i want to move to la but um 
I have no idea because all my friends from Bigo seem to be out in LA and I went out. Yeah, it's just easier to be around people that can help you grow. and You can help each other. And, you know, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to move to LA, too. I mean, I'm I'm originally from California, but I was going to move to LA because like all the content creators are there. Dude, if I go to LA, I can bust out like five videos a day easily with all my friends that are there. Yeah. You know, I moved to Orlando for different reasons, more of like the production level of networking here. It's a little bit different. So you know and the uh, tax incentives i'm sure right i'm this <laughs> i mean the gas is like 250 or three dollars here over there it's like seven bucks so oh gosh yeah i mean wait all, you're all, you're you're there you're right you're down there right now yeah well right now i'm in utah actually but, oh, okay um yeah i just like was traveling recently you know with family you know thanksgiving yeah, yeah i um, decided to like, say here I, I don't know well yes um <laughs> You're, I, without without getting political or whatever, California is a great place <laughs> for those reasons. Um, yeah, like I went out there and I was hanging out with people. And said, These are my people. Like we're all talking mm-hmm. in accents, playing games together, and it's just so fun. Um, and uh, so I was like, I should move back out there. And my and my friend Brooke was in my broadcast, and she was like, mm-hmm. Wait, my roommates are moving out, and I'm actually trying to find someone. And with COVID, it's so hard to find someone right now. Like. You should come move in. Like, I was like, okay. Like, it's awesome. I love how it, like, just work out, you know? Yeah. And uh, and two years later, I still live there. And, like, she and I are still good friends. And things are still working out great. Um, and it's just been a weird thing because it was during COVID. And I, I moved there because I was locked down, right? And, like, yeah. my roommates in Utah weren't doing as much of the stuff that I was doing. And I was like, well, if I'm going to be quarantined with people, it should – It'd be fun to do it with content creators. Yeah. You know? exactly. So I move in with people that, that are on TikTok. She has like yeah. 2 million followers on TikTok. Yeah, and like-minded people. Yeah. And, and uh, the funny thing is like right after I moved to LA, Utah opened up. <laughs> so, and then yeah. there were all these jobs in Utah. So I, I was traveling back and forth a bunch. I ended up spending more time in Utah. And uh, I've been to Utah LA's a few open. times. I've been to, they, they hosted a few uh, uh, driving raves. So I would go to Utah every once in a while. Which raves? uh singularity uh it, it was a singularity um drive-in rave and they had another drive-in one drive-in rave uh-huh during covid what oh oh during covid oh that yeah, yeah. Okay. i get it i mean i had to make content right i'm a festival content creator and i had to go to festivals with no festivals it was really hard to do <laughs> oh my gosh yeah difficult that's like uh that part in frozen where he's like I sell ice and we're in a blizzard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm out of a job, yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah. Doing my best here. <laughs> illegal to do festivals and that's my job. Yeah. Um, wow, yeah, how, where was it? It was in Salt Lake, yeah, Salt Lake City. Cool. Yeah, cool. Was... I didn't know that was going. I would have been, I would have gone, that's fun. I should have invited you. I didn't know I you know. had time. In retrospect, yeah. <laughs> next time. <laughs> I got you on the next, next pandemic. Yeah. yeah, hit me up next time for sure. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, so LA. Oh, you still cool. haven't answered why uh, you started YouTubing. Like what, what got you started yeah. when, and when did you get started with that? <clears throat> um, so the live streaming kind of led to that. So oh, okay. my roommate, Brooke, um, was friends with some other TikTokers that, come and st- that came and stayed at our place. Um, and, uh, well, okay. So Esgazim and Yakari, um, those are, they're from Turkey. And then there's the Nafadi brothers, mm-hmm. the Nafadi twins. Um, and I don't know, people on your podcast might've heard of some of them, but, um, I, mean, probably. I made a bunch of videos with them. And then, um, 
they reached out to Pennywise, the Pennywise of TikTok, uh, made some videos with him as well. And so I was just hanging out with these, they all have millions of followers. Um, in fact, I think Nafadi twins have like 18 million followers on TikTok right now. Mm, must be nice. 17 million, which is nuts. Yeah, these guys. <laughs> and they're just, they were so encouraging and uplifting and like, bro, if you want to make videos, let's help you. You yeah. know, and they're like making videos with me and stuff. And it was the funnest like month of content creation yeah. I've ever had. So it's just like That's one. That's my issue, month. man. It's like all of my friends with millions of followers are in LA. And then I'm here in Orlando, you know, like I don't know anyone with millions of followers on TikTok. Like it's just. Yeah, it's it's in LA. So, you just like run into people. In fact, yeah, I'm, like, just... I'm at Panera, just like down the road, and I see like some other guy that I watch who has you know millions of followers, and I'm like, yeah, hey, like y'all trying oh. to do like three quick TikToks, no big deal. Like <laughs> that's how it goes. Everyone just oh in the streets, hey, let's film something real fast. Boop, boop, boop. It's... Everyone's got their ring lights and shit. <laughs> yeah, kind of walking around with it in their back pocket. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so I made some TikToks, um, and uh, finally the one with Pennywise, that one the algorithm liked it and it got like a million views. And then, um, I took that same video and posted it on a bunch of other platforms and then YouTube shorts, for some reason, it really liked it. And so it took yeah. that same video and it's, I posted it a few different times, gave it different titles just to like mess around with the algorithm with YouTube. Shorts. How, wait, how, how did that work? Was that, was it, did it help a little bit? So between all of them, there's like 80 million views on that. One Holy video. shit. <laughs> it's just nuts. Um, and so literally like, from that one video, um, and I've been posting a bunch of other videos, tutorials and other just fun content and so stuff. So the algorithm is okay if you like repost the video twice, basically. Weirdly enough, yes. Oh. Um, which good to know. <laughs> well, the thing is, um, I don't think they like it because I I definitely overdid it, and yeah. so um, I don't know. I might have a problem with like monetizing and stuff. I don't, I don't actually know. I just, I was like a brand new, just made a new channel and just posted a bunch of stuff on there. And then I yeah. looked back like a week later and I had 2000 subscribers. I'm like, what the heck where'd that come from? And now I'm at 173,000 yeah. right now. Um, Fuck, I'm so, over here. I'm over here happy with like my 1.6 K. I'm like, I mean, I have like multiple YouTube channels. I, I've been, I've restarted a different career path. So like I'm, I like to just start fresh versus using the same platform the same yeah platform from a different career choice but yeah you know. well the weird thing is with with podcast like with the format that you're doing mm -hmm. you probably have the opportunity of making more money from your channel than i do from my channel because yeah. I'm, I'm only shorts i actually i'm not on the youtube long form okay. monetization platform or whatever um i'm not monetized basically um yeah. I am, I'm part of the shorts fund, but it's like, it's a small amount that they pay starting next year. There's going to be, um, uh, more opportunities for shorts creators to okay. make, you know, like actual money in comparison to the long form videos. Yeah. So that might change things, but, um, I mean, I do love, I do love it. Somebody's like watching my podcast. It's going to be like, and if they watch the whole thing, you're looking at it about 30 minutes to an hour worth of like like actual view time, right? So it's a, in, in, in one way, it is kind of nice like that people who do watch myself, I mean, they watch the whole thing. We're looking at a lot of view times. So it's like monetization, yeah. I guess, in the future. Yeah. Probably them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh... Spotify sponsor me. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Spotify. Uh, send, send over your people. We got a guy. I sent, I sent over an application. I don't think I got hired. All right. 
yeah. that works. I, I don't know either. I'm just figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, like, it's funny because I didn't know how it worked. It, it says you need 4,000 watch hours and 1,000 new subscribers in the past year. Yep. And I had like tens of thousands of watch hours, something, you know, some like even a hundred, I don't know. It was a ton. Right. And I, and I'm like, oh yeah, I should go monetize. And the button wasn't there. I was like, what's going on? Why? Yeah. And I didn't realize there was even a difference between shorts. Yeah. So because my, it wasn't quite there yet. Like my shorts that. do pretty well. That's what I thought. So too, like my, my shorts, it's so well that I was like, oh, like, let me see if I can just monetize now, but I'm still short. I think like a thousand minutes or something. And I was like, dude, like just help a brother out, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It sucks because I was at like 2000 watch hours because I posted some long form stuff and, and then I saw it start going backwards. And I was like, oh, what's going on? I didn't realize that it's like within the past 12 months. Mm -hmm. And then once my channel got older than 12 months, it started like dropping things off. And I was like, I thought I was doing something wrong. I thought it was like not, I thought it was deleting some videos or not counting certain things. And anyway, so yeah, anyone out there that wants to help us with uh, the back end, getting all the stuff. <laughs> you know, there are, pe there are people that know the algorithm a lot better than we do, you know. Um, yeah. I, I usually learn from a lot of my peers. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm never afraid to ask questions. And I'm, I even one of my peers, I asked her, like, uh, would it be cool if you like help me out with my podcast? Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I could do, I mean, even if I'm not doing anything wrong, can I be better? You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't, I don't ever, um, I don't ever take away from, you know, learning from somebody else. So I think I could yeah. always learn more and be better, of course. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, you have, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. My bad. Um, what events do you have coming up? Do you have any events at all, um, that you have coming up festival wise, EDM wise, or was it like, was like, since it was Groove Cruise, like, oh, just sudden, like you were just, you're just gonna wait for another sudden moment from Brooke. <laughs> Yeah, just waiting for the next one. Yeah. Um, That's how my friends are. I literally told my friend, I was like, I was like, hey, you want to go to a festival like in three days? He's like, uh, sure. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I just got you guests. I said, <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I don't have anything as far. Like, I haven't bought a ticket to any upcoming stuff. But um, what I'm really focused on is getting this live streaming stuff going. There's like a lot in the mm -hmm. pipeline right now. Um, and starting next month, I'm going to be doing live streaming for at least a few hours every day, probably. Um, so there's re so there is like revenue really like in this streaming stuff you're doing. It's been surprisingly the most lucrative thing by far that I've. Ah, oh, it's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, like it's it's been awesome. Um, the yeah, it's. <laughs> I always bring it up first because YouTube yeah. literally is on the back burner. Like I. I well okay figuratively <laughs> I don't have YouTube on the background um I have like so much less emphasis on it right now mm -hmm. which I I don't want to I, I want to take it more seriously so I'm going to be live streaming on YouTube right. along with um TikTok and these other platforms um probably on Twitch too I think I'm going to try to get use like restream to like send stuff everywhere, i forget but. i mean there, there's a lot of there's a lot of programs that you could do multiple live streamings and they'll they'll put it all on the same thing yeah. so you, yeah we'll come pilot and even bring all the comments from everything yep. in and into one yeah all of it I was Which trying to get cool. into streaming for a while, but it's just like, man, this is like, it's, it sucks. It's like when you just don't know, everything just seems harder. Right. And it's like, it's almost, yeah. it's always easier when somebody that is doing it just does it for you or helps teach you and do it, does it in front of you so that you understand because yeah. like without help, sometimes it just almost seems like it just takes like three times longer to figure it out. 
Yeah, just the weird little things. You're like, what button do I push? Someone comes in and just beep. Okay, there we go. Like, like if I knew the things that I know now on like all this podcast stuff, dude, when I first started podcasting, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't even know what programs to use. I don't know. I'm like, I didn't know what cameras to use. I spent so much money on useless shit that didn't even work in the long run. And I'm like, if somebody just knew how to do this for me, I wouldn't have been in this situation. Huh. But I'm like, I'm like in, in Orlando, I'm the only podcaster that I know. Interesting. So are you, uh, have you made any podcasts about podcasting, <laughs> you know, like tutorials or anything, helping people that were in your shoes? I have actually, uh, but we all do podcasting differently, which is funny uh, because there's so many programs, there's so many cameras, there's so many microphones, there's so much stuff that actually everyone's different anyways. So my only thing was I was going to just copy somebody so I don't have to figure it out. I just do what they do, right? Yeah. I figured out my own way that works for me. I mean, it just took a little bit longer to figure it out. I wish a lot more money, but you know, I think I've got a good, I mean, I, I got a pretty good setup, so I'm, I think I'm okay now. Cool. Yeah. I I'm still, I've done everything like from apps and then I'll just mm -hmm. use your phone so far. Like in the film industry, we have done other things. So like professionally I've been on set doing live stream stuff, you know, with like these you know obs with restream.io mm -hmm. and all these you know plugins and yeah. stuff um in fact recently it was apparently it was the largest um suicide awareness live stream in the world so like pushed to the most anyway um and i was able to do a little beatbox segment on there oh yeah which was so fun um and that's how i met that youtube channel it was like friend of a friend of people yeah. that i met there um the the podcast that i did the other day but um yeah there they <laughs> i show up as one of like the performers right and but in the back end i'm like spending the most time hanging out with them like picking their brain about you know what tools they're using for the live streaming stuff and and like yeah which i, I, I kind of have like a question i literally what i was gonna ask you like what camera do you use well right now this is all just my laptop because i'm okay I'm traveling right now, so I don't have all my stuff. What do you normally um, use? Um, so what? Literally, just like a cheap, cheap DSLR, you know, just like a Canon. Mm -hmm. um, and at this point, I haven't needed to have anything different. But for this live streaming stuff, that yeah, I probably not much I can say about that. Uh, honestly, don't, don't <laughs> get yourself in trouble, bro. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. <laughs> on my, don't do it on my account. I promise. Let's you, just say there's going to be. In, in about a month or so, there's some new technology that I'm going to be yeah. working with that's like, yeah, very, very few people are doing. Um, and it's yeah. super interesting stuff. Um, See, I just use my GoPro. I just, I, the GoPro works just great. So I, I don't, yeah. Oh my gosh, cool. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what you're using right now. This is yep. GoPro? Yeah, this is GoPro. Do you have it like on the, like the zoomed in setting? It's because you have like the super wide and it doesn't look like that. Is it like. Which I have GoPro? no idea what setting I have it on, dude. I, I I find the best setting, and I just I just don't touch from there. I have the GoPro eight. Okay. Uh, I, I would love to get the GoPro ten so I could like look at myself in the camera, but you know, um, it wasn't out yet when I got it. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but I yeah, do plan I on getting like. 10. I mean, I want to get another camera. If not, I'm just gonna get another GoPro because when I do have recording sessions, I just want to like record everybody's faces versus the entire thing. So I do want to get more more setups <clears> with like cameras and stuff. Um. Other than that, there is a camera that the, the problem is my podcasts are so long that I have to record for over, you know, a certain amount of time. And most cameras cut off at 29 minutes. 
Um, right. That's the issue. But I want to get. GoPro doesn't do that, does it? No, the, the GoPro does not. So GoPro just keeps going and going. Um, yeah. But it is the G something. God dang it. Uh, I didn't write it down. I thought I wrote it down. Nope. There's there's a camera uh, and it doesn't cut off on time limit. It just keeps going. But it's like two two grand. Like, do I want to invest two grand right now on a camera? You know, my GoPro's doing just fine. So. Yeah, those are for tax purposes. Normally, they have to yep, categorize it, is, yep. it as like exactly. a cinema camera or whatever to be I, able to get past that. So it's literally, it's like blew my mind <laughs> for no reason. Like the the cameras have the capability ridiculous. to do it. Ridiculous! They just shut off. And you're like, oh. but so yeah, ridiculous. These, these cinema camcorder. I don't know, but there's like the Sony EX3. Mm -hmm. um, it's like some really old one, uh, but it's one of those that you hold on your shoulder and it has everything built in it's like you know people on the football field running yeah, yeah. it's one of those kind of cameras and so that's what i've used in the past for live streaming because that one stays going the whole time and you can zoom in real time like it has basically everything you need but it's it only shoots 1080p it's like pretty old tech Ugh. at this point oh i could yeah. never 1080 Ugh. Ugh. gross yeah i should probably <laughs> upgrade my laptop to 4k <laughs> 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 my buddy my buddy helped me vlog and he has a he he only vlogs in 4k so i had to like like lower the quality just to be able to edit it <laughs> oh wow because my laptop only does 1080 <laughs> well i feel like that's fairly common you have to get like a tv or something these days to, i mean or some fancy monitor are there laptops that have 4k i think i have a 4k monitor i think i don't know i just bought a new monitor i actually don't know i see that i should really look into the things i buy before i buy them <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, brian, you're good. <laughs> but brian we are cutting into the the time limit that we uh we set up ahead of, um beforehand um yeah. i do want to end with you kind of just let people know, know like where they can find you if you want to put down like your instagram and then let us know where they can find you for this kind of streaming stuff that you do okay yeah thank you um youtube.com slash c slash beatbox brian you know you don't have to do the c it's just like i know it says that, that is like the username thing but i've put without the c and redirects you it doesn't even matter oh good okay so delete the c <laughs> beatbox brian b-e-a-t-b-o-x-b-r-i-a-n no spaces and that's the same on tiktok and you or uh youtube tiktok those are kind of like where i post the most and then same on instagram that's i don't really post on there too much um but I'm going to be going live on YouTube and TikTok and uh, DJing and doing. Um, you have a DJ name? Stuff. It's Beatbox Brian. Yeah. Yeah, it's still just Beatbox Brian. <laughs> um, and uh, probably playing some games too, some like, you know, Call of Duty or PUBG or you something. You playing that new Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare? To... actually yeah brooke <laughs> my got it. she's been oh, putting in like God. eight hours a day she's like that is not healthy <laughs> no well she she doesn't normally but she oh, just okay. barely got it and she's like like twitch reached out to sponsor I... some stuff for her and yeah. and tiktok as well like there's a lot starting this next month and yeah. so our whole apartment we're just like getting oh all God. the gear and getting all the games and everything and just getting prepped for it. I so. will go in a hole, dude. Like when it comes to video games, like I try to reframe because I go into this weird hole of like, I just won't leave my room for a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same for me. 
I got it. This is business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> yeah, I can only play while I'm streaming or while I, but I, uh, anyway. Well, yeah. well, my friends are on, one exception. <laughs> one exception, yeah. You know how it is. Well, this has been great, man. Um, This uh, episode, this is for the viewers. The, this episode will be available on Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, really all the podcast um, streaming platforms. Also available on YouTube if you do want to see the video version. Um, thank you so much, Brian, for taking time out of your day. And then, like I say at every episode for all of you, um, I will catch y'all at the next one. Hey, thanks so much for having me.